Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rebecca Thomas, more than a life coach, and I'm here with my fabulous co-host. Hello, Mary C. Hartfield, Living Life on Purpose. Welcome, everyone. Hey, Mary. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's sunny in Michigan. I'm still in Michigan. So it's it, all good. Mm-hmm, it's definitely sunny. It's a hot one today. Yeah, it is. Real hot one. So what are we talking about today? You know, we thought that today, everyone, that we would look at some reflecting on words by Marion Williamson and spoken by Nelson Mandela at his 1994 inaugural address. So if and everyone's probably, this is probably familiar to everyone, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light and not the darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? So that's what we want to really talk about it because a lot of times um, when we're doing coaching session, talk to people, they're not moving ahead because of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, fear is such a powerful word that holds people up from being who they should ought to be. You know, I always tell everybody fear is broken out. Fear is um, false evidence appearing real. You know, appearing real. So false evidence appearing real is what fear is and how I look at it. But yet it also, it holds us up. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I agree fear. I mean, obviously fear is a very normal human reaction. So it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you because you're scared of something, whether it's consciously, subconsciously, but it's what you do with that fear. Like you talk about one side of, of the acronym of fear and the other side is forget everything and rise. Right, right. So it's, it's, what are you going to do once you realize that you're scared and kind of something that you and I just touched on briefly when we were catching up, I go to the part of what are you going to co-create because whether you, whether you are not taking action or you're staying in your fear or you're stepping outside of that and challenging yourself, either way, you're co-creating something. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to co-create? Like, what are you intentionally going to co-create once you have that awareness that you're actually scared of something? Right. And then, you know, I think also is to, people need to, you know, when you say I'm fearful moving ahead of something, part of it, you need to sit down and say, why are you? Yes. Of course me, get out the journal again, but <laughs> you know, why am I afraid and write it down and actually see it there on paper? Why are you moving ahead? You mm-hmm. know, because maybe if I do this, it'll be success and I have to be more work and I'm not ready for that work. Then Mm -hmm. maybe is it really the fear of, or maybe like they said, it frightens you to be successful or you're going to have to do more work. And maybe at this time, you're not ready to do this because we can always take a step back on what we do. Yeah. Yeah, Don't I take a step back where, and I think we're going to talk about this in our next podcast, but don't build a wall. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it can be equally scary too. some people 
might not even realize that it's equally scary to think about how much power you have over what you can do, how things can turn out, and even how scary it is that if you stopped trying to do things in the way that you think you should do or the way that others think is acceptable or the normal process, quote unquote, normal process of doing something, that when you get outside of that and and take big, courageous, audacious steps, that things can change so exponentially. And that can be equally as scary. Oh yeah, it can be. And I, and I think, I think it's going back within, um, who are you surrounded by? Mm-hmm. You know, I know, you know, like you and I, we caught up today, you know, brought mm-hmm. some calmness into my life, you know, and talked to some other friends this morning, but do you have those people in your outreach when you are afraid to start going forward who are those people you can call that help you move forward a little bit more or those individuals say you know what maybe you need to stop right now Mm -hmm. and face your fear Mm -hmm. and then move ahead or whatever and find out what what does that look like or push ahead but Mm -hmm. people there that are there to help you yeah it makes a difference Yeah. And I think it's like that dialogue, not only with people on the outside, but whatever dialogue's going on the inside, even when we're talking about like recognizing or acknowledging that there's a fear there that, oh my goodness, what was I just going to (laughs) say? That happens. (laughs) Right. That when you're thinking about that fear, that it is also, oh, not about judging yourself and not about receiving judgment from others. It is okay to be fearful of doing something. It's whether or not you take action on that fear. Are you making a fear-based action? Are you acting outside of that fear? And also you can be afraid of doing something and still do it. Right. So it doesn't mean you can only be fearful. You get to choose. Can I do it afraid? absolutely you can. So whatever you're telling yourself and what are other, whatever other people are telling you, that dialogue is really important to not get you stuck in while well, I'm only afraid, or I'm going to wait till I'm ready. Right. Or ready you is know, a lie. Right. People, you know, and I think when you're talking, I was saying comparison came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Comparison is a huge thing that sometimes you be fear based because you're comparing yourself. Well, if I don't do it like this person, or I do it here, whether I'm looking at you because we forget, we don't know what other people has went through. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like, think about Steve Jobs, okay? He founded Apple. Mm-hmm. You get a board. Your board fires you out of your own company. Mm-hmm. But yet, it would not have, think about it, if it didn't happen, would Pixar be around? Right. Would he have found it? Would he have created that where it said, now you're, you're let go, so now he had time to create but yet also because he knew you don't tell everybody everything. Right. That they said, oh, you forgot to tell us these few things. Um, I guess we're gonna have to hire you back. You right. Know, he came back. So if that hadn't happened, what would Pixel be around? Or would he have still mm-hmm. had time to create there? He'd been so focused on Apple. Mm-hmm. You know, so some part of that is comparison. You don't know what everybody's been through. You know, so comparison sometimes is the enemy where you compare compare yourself to you in a value exactly. and what you're going through. And a lot of times we stop doing that, that you're the only comparison that you have to do. You don't have to compare to other people. And then also failure is okay. 
Mm-hmm. Step out and know that failure is okay. But the thing is, as long as you don't fall down and get back up, it's like the horse. They say you fall off the horse, get mm-hmm. back on it right away. You can't stay in that mode, but get up and say, okay, evaluate what went wrong and come back and do it again. Yeah, yeah, failing. How many people have done that? Failing forward is one of my favorite things. First of all, it's the best way I learn. I know that. Right, yes. (laughs) But also, like, it's the way we should all be learning. At least you're trying. You're going to find clarity. But when also when you were talking about that whole comparison piece, the thing that kept coming to my mind is not only should we not be comparing to others as in what it should look like or, or context or lack thereof or whatever that is, but also like each of us has a purpose and a path. Yeah. No two are alike. So when you're trying to compare and do things the way you quote unquote, think you should be doing it because somebody else is, then you are misaligning from your purpose and path. Everybody's is not meant to be the same. Right. So making sure that you stay authentic, that you do it in a way that honors who you are and who you are supposed to be and just keep walking that path. Yeah, that's good. So when it talks about we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Then you got to put back, actually, who are you not to be? Mm -hmm. Who are you not to be gorgeous, talented and fabulous? Mm -hmm. You know, when we did about I am and saying those words, a lot of times it makes a difference of what you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. you know, cause you are brilliant. Who are you not to be? And the thing that you have to think about is there's people waiting for you to do what you do in order for them to launch who they're supposed to be. Yep. You know? So you got to show up. Yeah. Like making ourselves small, which I think is something that is practiced way more often than it should be and doesn't serve anybody because then we are not reaching our true potential but that makes me think about them leading by example right you know we're not always meant to drive a lesson home to somebody or convince them or anything else but when you are truly living your best life and being your most authentic self and aligned in that way then you are leading by example and giving other per- people permission to do the same thing yeah you re- i know you when you said living your best life that song living my best life <laughs> my head for a couple yep. of days now and it you know and that comes up too being fearful are you living leaving living in your fear are you living your best life mm-hmm. are you living the best of who you should be right you no know, are you when you you are that light um it said is it is our light and not the darkness that most frightened us you know mm-hmm. you think about that it's not the darkness you yep. know we get dark we're okay you know, mm-hmm. and something scares us or whatever, but you're still okay, but it's that light because we're so fearful sometimes just to be who we're supposed to do, just to shine ahead of someone else. And a lot of times also, that's why I said again, I'm going back, who is surrounding you? Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's your partner or spouse, are, yeah. are they, they should be your greatest cheerleader. Oh they yeah. Be the one that's cheering you on. And if they're not, you got to sit back and say, why not? Why aren't they? And are they mm-hmm. holding you back because they're not allowing their light to shine? Right. Yeah, that makes me think one of my other favorite sayings. So, you know, we've all heard the saying, what did I do to deserve this? Mm-hmm. And that can be taken in a couple of different ways. But I always love to cross out the deserve because we deserve all of the wonderful, amazing things. I like to cross out deserve and say, what did I do to receive this? Yeah. So if you're not living your best life and allowing yourself 
to tap into those things and grow and pursue things that you're passionate about and spread love and light. What do you like? What are you doing to receive? That means that you're receiving the opposite of that. I'm receiving the staying small. I'm receiving the people that are talking me down. I'm receiving like you're allowing that. So what are you going to do to challenge yourself to get out of that? Because either way, you're allowing it. Yeah, that a while. That's so true. You know, and allowing is so powerful of a word. Mm -hmm. You know, what what are you receiving, allowing in your life to happen? Why are you allowing not to happen? You know, Mm -hmm. fear is holding you up from you having so many things in your life and you're allowing Mm -hmm. that to come in, then you got to think about that and you got to change how you're looking at things, your mindset about it, how you're receiving things. Mm -hmm. If you're gorgeous, you're just gorgeous. Well, you can't do nothing about that. Mm -hmm. No, if you have a talent, your talent is going to be poking at you and saying, I need to be released. I need to be released, you know, Mm -hmm. think about, you know. So those are things that you do. Like you said, you have to look at it and say, you know, what, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Are, and then think about the last thing. Who are you not to be all of that? Mm-hmm. Who are you not to allow everybody to see how fabulous you are, what talent you have in the world, because the skills and abilities they were given to you and they're waiting for you to show up in the world. And you can't let fear stop that from showing up. Yep. So all this made me think I'm reading this book right now called the mountain is you. And there was an entry the other day that I ended up screenshotting and it says, we're not just masochists. We're wildly intelligent, unconsciously functioning beings. Our brains understand something. If we imagine our worst fears, we can prepare for them. If we mull them over again and again, we can feel protected in a way. If we are ready for the storm, it can't hurt us except it can. So like just knowing that all of that is just a waste of time and energy, that doesn't mean your fears aren't shaped out of nothing because they did come from somewhere. But again, what are you going to do to challenge yourself to get on the other side of that versus living in it? Right. Yeah. You, you have to do the work. Mm -hmm. It's always in coaching, you know, they've come and like, oh, you're going to solve this problem for me. It was like, (laughs) Actually, you're going to solve that problem for you, but right. I'll be here to guide. Right. I'll be here to guide you and help you with it and everything like that. But yeah, so, you know, part of it we brought up about reflecting on these words because fears keep coming up in conversations I've been having. Mm-hmm. And part of it is just kind of remind us, um, you know, when those fears come up and then like they, I, I just like to once say we ask ourselves, who am I not to be brilliant? gorgeous mm-hmm. talent or fabulous actually mm-hmm. who are you not to be that mm-hmm. you, know, you just want everybody keeping their mind who are you not to be that why are you not being that why are you not being mm-hmm. the person that you're called to be because we all get a sense of this is who i am and this is what i'm supposed to be doing so we want you to bring that passion back mm-hmm. you know we want you to work out within yourself about if you have a fear where's that fear coming from mm-hmm. what else rebecca so I think the biggest thing for me, like I keep going back to that, you know, what, what did I do to, to deserve, excuse me, to deserve this versus receive and or allow this. And the hard part about that is that victim mentality, which is normal versus what are you doing to empower yourself? So taking accountability in situations where you're giving your power away and recognizing those, and then sitting with, why am I giving my power away? 
but then choosing to take the power back because you can at any time and we give our power away in so many different ways. But once you recognize that, that's where you can truly start to reclaim your power. And at any time, again, I choose to take this back. I'm going to do it differently. You know, whatever I've been through again, of course, that's why I was scared to do this, but I'm taking my power back and I am empowered to do, to make a change in my life. Yes, that's good. So once again, I'm just going to repeat it again. Reflect on the words by Marion Williams, uh, Williamson and spoken by Nelson Madata, Madala. It is 99 for inaugural address. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Think about that, that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm-hmm. There's a light, light and not the darkness that most frightened us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? gorgeous, talented, and fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? So we're just leaving you with who are you not to be the person you're called to be and that you're holding that all else the from you holding that up from the world. The world is waiting on you to shine your light through all of that darkness that's dealing the world, especially now we're going through so much in the world or whatever. We need you to show up in the world and do the work that you have to do in order to show up in the world. Any final thoughts, Rebecca? More than anything, I just want people to understand, you know, you can take your power back at any time. You are co-creating whatever situation you're in. And that is not to guilt or shame or judge. It's just recognizing, okay, what part am I playing in this? And then choosing differently and taking your power back because you are powerful beyond measure. Right. Thank you, everyone. Um, This is Off the Cup cuff coaching podcast you listen to us twice a month on any of your podcast channels also we have a facebook page off the cup coaching podcast that you can go to and we'll have different things there thank you everyone thanks rebecca yep thanks mary bye guys you've been listening to off the cuff podcast with life purpose coach mary c hartfield of living life on purpose and more than a life coach and energy architect rebecca thomas Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review, and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light, and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity, and realness.